What do you do when they really don't like you? Hi, welcome to another episode of Business Mindset Mastery. My name's Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and performance coach for business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. And you can find me over at choosetohaveitall.com. Uh, back in the day when I worked with residential kids, um, you know, troubled kids who were um, having emotional and behavioral problems, when any of them started to act out, one of the phrases I used to say to my fellow employees was, uh, we got a live one today. And I feel like that's what this podcast episode is, is, okay, listeners, we've got a live one. If you listened to yesterday's show, you heard me say that I had an inbox full of letters that I didn't want to answer because people were asking the wrong questions. And the response in my inbox this morning is, filled with a bunch of haters, if I'm going to be completely transparent. It's a lot of people who were offended, um, outraged, insulted um, by the things I had to say about the quality of the letters that found their way into my inbox. And I get it. And one of the things I was thinking about is this is what everyone says they're afraid of, right? This is the thing that nobody wants to have happen to them, to put themselves out there, to say what they really think, say what they mean, mean what they say, be all in with the truth, be completely authentic and transparent and have people not like you. That's what's sitting in my inbox today. And I want to walk you through my process because I think it's a good learning lesson and a good mindset lesson in real time. So here's the first letter. Heather, I'm not sure I get you, and I certainly don't agree with you. You end every show inviting listeners to write in with their questions, and then in yesterday's show, you basically mock the questions that people ask. It's hard to ask for help. You just said that the other day on a show this week. Now a listener writes in, and you tell them that they shouldn't have that question. I thought the only dumb question was the one that didn't get asked. My bad. You lost a listener in me, so no worries that I'll be asking you any questions now or in the near future. There are a couple of letters like this. Here's another one. Sorry, Heather. I guess we can't be so involved as you. I guess taking chances and living big dreams isn't as easy for us as it is for you. Must be nice to talk from a California hotel where you and your doctor husband get to live. You're just out of touch. Perhaps you're the one who doesn't get it. Okay, that one stung a little bit. Because that's not even the whole story. Um, and, you know, I think sometimes people, when they get offended and when they get hurt by the messages that they need to say or they get hurt by the things they need to hear, they tend to get really defensive. One of the things that I talked about when I used to do marriage counseling is the thing that makes us so crazy about our spouses, that finger that we're pointing. Oftentimes, if we take that finger and we move it from pointing at the person we think we're so mad at and we we turn and we make it pointed towards ourselves. we realize that person's doing the thing that we're already mad at ourselves about. They're already feels like our own weakness reflected back to us. And that's how I read the hater comments. I know that there's people who listen to my show who genuinely are lost, struggling, and hurting. And I don't minimize that. I don't mock it. I don't make fun of it. And I trust that my general listenership and people who know me and listen to the show on a regular basis know, hear, and trust my intention. But I also know that when I say hard things, when I speak hard truths, it's going to hurt people to the point where they can't always hear it. 
I know, too, that sometimes I am too direct, and not only am I speaking a hard truth that may or may not even need to be said, but maybe I don't even need to say it the way I'm saying it. I know that there's work that I can do. But here's the thing, friends. We have to hold both. My inbox is filled with questions, it's filled with complaints, it's filled with compliments, and just because some people don't like us, just because we piss some people off, is not a reason to not is not a reason to freeze, stop, or quit. And I think that's at the core what I was trying to attack yesterday, that our worries and our fears are not reason enough to say, no, I can't, maybe next time. So the thing that everybody fears happened, right? I've been really transparent about my recent journey and my cross-country move, and it has been anything but easy and carefree for me. It's been gut-wrenching, hard, and filled with a lot of tears. And so, of course, when a comment like that second comment comes in, it does sting a little bit because somebody took my vulnerability, somebody took my honesty, authenticity, transparency, and when and used it against me. That's that's what happened. And yeah, of course it stings. I'm not going to pretend it doesn't sting. Um, and yeah, I even went and tried to identify the name to see if it's somebody who actually knows me versus is just a listener to the show, et cetera, et cetera. Like that is what's going to happen. And that's normal and natural and expected. But here's the thing. I know that when I choose to share my story, when I choose to be honest about who I am and how I move through the world, and when I choose to tell it like it is and how I see it, I know I'm running the risk that not everybody will get it, not everybody will like it, and not everybody will agree. I'm taking that on when I choose to speak up. I'm taking it and I'm owning it. So when it happens, I can't go into the woe is me. Oh my gosh, they hate me. They're going to stop listening to the show. They're going to start talking trash about me on social media. They're going to ruin my reputation. No, that's not the story. That's not what it is. The story as I know it and the story as I own it is I spoke my truth and not everybody agreed. Some people agreed with my content. They just didn't like my delivery. Other people were totally fine with my delivery, but found it hypocritical. And I get it. Everybody is going to perceive me and hear me in a different way based on their own experiences and where they are in their own personal lives. But here's the other part of the puzzle. And here's an important thing that you need to think about. I don't want everybody to like me. I don't want everybody to need my services. I don't have room for everybody. I'm not capable of helping everybody. I want to help the people who want to hear and are capable of hearing my message and the way I deliver it because then I know they're my people. They're my tribe. They're going to become my thousand true fans. They are going to become the pioneers of my brand who tell everybody about me, who share my show, who take the time to review my show. They're going to be the people who have my pack and build me up. 
But in order to find those people, I have to take a chance. If I play vanilla and I play it safe and I just say what I think everybody can hear and I keep it calm and I don't get provocative and I don't challenge people to think or move through the world differently, yeah, I may be liked, but I'm not really going to be respected because I'm not going to have stood for anything. I'm not going to have put my stamp on the ground and said, this, this right here, this is what I believe. This is what I think. You know, it's, it, you got to take both sides. You have to know that when you put yourself out there, people are not going to understand. And you don't do it for the hater comments. Honestly, sometimes people do do it for the hater comments, I think. I think they like the attention. I think they like the drama. I think they like being provocative. But it's like, you know, being provocative with no point. And it's a waste of everybody's time. Here, I really felt like the listeners of the show needed and were probably ready for a wake-up call because I have offered a lot of support. I have offered a lot of reframes. I have challenged thinking, but I also didn't say anything that isn't true. Fear, doubt, second-guessing really does come with owning a business. Making hard choices, having hard conversations, hiring, firing really does come with owning a business. And if you can't handle it, you shouldn't be doing it. There, I went and said it again. It's the idea that I stand for that. And I recognize in standing for it, not everyone's going to agree. And I'm going to hurt some people's feelings. And I think that's the other thing people really struggle with when they think about being themselves. It's fine to be provocative. They just don't want to hurt anybody. And I get it. And I've learned that one the hard way too. The first time I hurt a client's feelings, I'm never going to forget it. I was way too young to be in the job I had. I was a mental health therapist with my master's degree, but I was 22 offering child and family therapy. I had no business being in that chair because I needed to get some life experience first. But nonetheless, I was a child and family therapist. I was working with this obstinate teenager who had a horrific um, experience of abandonment by his parents, and he ended up in foster care simply because his parents decided he didn't want them anymore. They didn't want him anymore, um, and they did the same thing with him and his two brothers. Um, and it was horribly sad. And I worked with the boys as a family unit, and I worked with them individually, and I. I had a lot invested. And one boy in particular, one by one, started cutting off all the relationships in his life. Um, and he just decided he couldn't be bothered. And when I was trying to get him to see a different point of view, to see the risks he was running, the consequence of that choice, I used tough love and sarcasm and I broke him. Um, I watched a 17-year-old boy crumble in front of me. And I, it was in that moment and in the recovery of that professional failure that I made a promise to myself that I would never be sensationalistic. I would never deliver tough love. I would never be the showstopper without genuine good intention and without genuine reflection of what I wanted to get from it. I made that mistake in a moment of thoughtlessness. 
And I promised myself I would never make that mistake again. And I know I've hurt people. I know I've said things that have, you know, been too brutal for people to hear at the same, at a certain time in their lives or made them feel bad or made them feel small. But I've always done it with thoughtful intention because I don't think they're there. It's all going to be okay. Really helps people change. Sometimes they need to be challenged in order to change. So when the haters come, I stay tuned in and I do an examination to my intention. I own when I go off the rails, when I lose control, when I become more impulsive than planning, and I do a self-examination. So yeah, my inbox is filled with angry people today. It's also filled with people who told me like it's about damn time somebody said this. So not everybody disagreed and not everybody found it entirely provocative. But that's the process. We can't look at the haters and think the haters have a point before we do a self-evaluation process of what we said, what we did, what we meant, what we didn't mean, and what we personally think we could have done better. And we don't get to evaluate that process by the haters who may only just be like looking to release tension themselves. This is the thing you all fear, the idea that you're going to say something and, you know, people aren't going to like you or they're going to mock you or they're to make fun of you. Yeah, this is going to happen. It's the cost of doing business. And yes, these comments are a moment of evaluation. And when I evaluate yesterday's show, I'm really proud of myself. And that must sound obnoxious to people who are now writing in and telling me I'm out of touch and that I don't get it. And I'm sitting on some high horse and that's fine because I don't need to give those people my energy because I know that I learned these lessons lessons first before I even knew anything about business by watching my father build five to six separate businesses, by building my own business, by building a second business that failed and then building this third business that I know I've been in the trenches and I know I've learned and I trust my intent and I trust my delivery more than I trust the perception of a listener who doesn't really know me. Sometimes the scales come out differently and I think the hater comment is right and I own it and I come out and I apologize and I say so. That's what you do when the haters come. You ask yourself what you think and what you believe and don't allow one errant comment, two errant comments to redefine your story about yourself. The other piece that's really important to think about when you have been provocative, when something you say gets a reaction, first you just have to understand that some people don't give a flying fig about you and they say hurtful, mean comments because the anonymity of the internet allows them to, beginning, middle, and end. And we're not going to give that any time or any energy because it is the cost of doing business. It's the cost of putting yourself out there. It is going to happen. But how to manage it when it does so you can be less afraid of it, can get ahead of it and own it, is how you become a business owner who stays in the driver's seat of their business, who isn't reactionary, who isn't, you know, somebody who's impulsive and spontaneous in their response simply because whatever they put out to the world wasn't, you know, received in the way that it was intended. 
Now, yesterday, or maybe it was this morning, I got another letter. Here goes. Amen, Heather. Finally, someone said it. Not everyone is cut out to run a business, and some of us are going to get socked in the teeth by it. It's hard, blood-boiling work sometimes, but yes, for the people willing to do hard work, it is absolutely worth it. People don't like being called out as victims, and I'm sure your trolls and haters will be filling your inbox with whining, complaining, and excuses. I just want you to know that I found yesterday's episode really inspiring and motivating. It kicked me into a higher gear. I needed to hear what you had to say. You say hard things, and I have to admit it sounds easy for you to do that, but I wanted to thank you for what you do and the commitment you make to being real. You are appreciated. So sometimes people are going to read comments like that and they're going to like completely ignore the haters, right? They're going to be like, oh, not everyone hates me. Somebody loves me. I'm totally fine. And I think that's as much of a mistake as owning all of the hater comments as true, that we have to figure out a way to balance the good with the bad. This particular letter was re like was refreshing and affirming for me because it really reflected that a listener heard my intention, kind of knew what I was really about, knew what I was going after, the point I was trying to make, and took a moment to tell me they got it. And I'm going to embrace it, but I'm also not going to let it define myself either because then my head expands. And quite frankly, that's, that's a tough thing to come back from too. So what do you do? Because anytime you put yourself out there, people are going to have opinions. It just comes with the territory. It is non-negotiable. And if people can't find you and they don't know that you exist or they don't know what you stand for, they're never going to buy from you. It just, it doesn't happen. You can't build a business based on vanilla. Not even if you're an ice cream store can you do that because people want variety. So it's this idea that you have to be really clear on who you are, what you do, how you serve, and how you move through the world. You've heard me say it a thousand times. I'm going to be saying it a thousand more. But when you know you and you accept yourself, it is so much easier to take that step into the spotlight. Here's the thing. I know that even though I said it yesterday, I said it again today, I know it's not that easy for all of you. I want you to know that I want to help, that, yeah, this is a skill set that I happen to have and that I think you might benefit from. So I'm going to try something new. This is a new offering. I haven't ever done it before, but I'm inviting you to a paid workshop that I'm going to be offering in two weeks on Wednesday, January 31st, 2018 at 1 p.m. or 11 a.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time. You're invited to a workshop I'm going to run. It's going to be a live group training on showing up unapologetically, Just learning how to speak up, stand out, and speak up. I said that wrong. <laughs> Learning how to stand up, speak out, and speak your mind. Um, and if that's you, if you're hiding in the shadows and you know that you need to be found in order to get where you want to go, you gotta, you gotta consider joining me in a couple of weeks. We're going to get a group of people together. I'm going to teach you the skills and strategies I know. And then I'm going to go one on one with you, with your business, your goals, your dreams on where you currently are, where you want to be and the steps you need to take to get there. 
It's all about showing up unapologetically, showing people who you are, how you move through the world, and how you serve, figuring out what your message is, what sets you apart, what makes you different, and how to get past all of the fears, the imposter syndrome, the shiny object syndrome, the self-doubt, the second-guessing, to go after what it is you want. If you've been stuck in the shadows, you need this workshop, plain and simple. It's $150 to show up for the training, or if you need me in your back pocket and you want to go VIP and work with me for the training and then for a month after through the Voxer Walkie Talkie app, you can do that for the all-in price of $475, and you'll have me one-on-one -on -one for the entire month of February. If you're not where you want to be, you have a choice. You can stay where you are and stay stuck, or you can try something new and get yourself out of it. I think this workshop's a really good tool for a lot of people. It's relatively low cost for people who are even just starting out and beginning their business, or you can make a larger investment when you know that this is the thing that's keeping you stuck and keeping you held back in 2017 so that you can like flash forward and just go balls to the wall for 2018 with everything you want to have accomplished. I wish I could tell you there's some sassy, sexy link and you can go right to it if you want to get in on this workshop. But unfortunately, I didn't do that with very good efficiency. So I'm going to get the link for you in the show notes of today's episode. But if you don't have access to that, just email me over at heather at choose to have it all.com. But again, it's next Wednesday, uh, two Wednesdays from now, January 31st, um, in the middle of the day, it's around 11 a.m. Pacific time, uh, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard, 7 p.m. UK. Um, and if you want in on that, I would love to have you. We can tackle this problem head on rather than being afraid of it. Thanks for listening to me today. Thanks for having the conversation, even the haters, even the people who just wanted to let me know they disagreed and thought I could go about it a different way. You gave me an opportunity to think and reflect about who I am, how I show up, and how I serve, and I hope I've done the same for you, even if we don't agree, even if we walk away from this thing on opposite sides. But perhaps we're also going to come to a similar point of view. Thanks so much for joining me today. If I haven't scared you away and you do want my two cents on your problem or question, I'd gladly have your back with that. You can find me over at heather at choose to have it all .com. And again, if you want in on the showing up unapologetically workshop or you want to work with me for the VIP experience on showing up unapologetically, you're going to find those links in the show notes. Thanks so much for joining me today. I really love you guys. I'll talk to you soon. Bye for now.